Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Number 43. Verse number 18. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Don't remember the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Thank you, Jesus. Your word is always anointed and blessed. God, touch every heart in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I want to preach on the subject. Let go. Let go. If you want to grab onto something else, you gotta let go of something. Amen. You gotta let go of the training wheels if you want to ride your bike. You gotta let go of the handrail if you want to get out and start skating by yourself without any any assistance. There's some things that we've got to let go of. In 2018, so that our 2019 will be all God wants it to be. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So, when we talk about letting go, we talk about things passing away, things going away in our lives. Amen. You know, when we say someone's passed away, that means they, they, they've, they've passed away, they've died. Amen. And some things we need to let die in 2018 so other things can live in 2019. You know, to pass away is to go out of existence, to die, to, to expire, to end, to perish. And as we close this year out and look toward the new year with great expectation and great anticipation, we need to allow some things to pass away in our lives. Amen. Because the past tries to haunt us constantly and dog us it tries to to uh, just hang a heavy burden around our neck and keep us from being all what god wants us to be and if we allow it to it will ruin our present and jeopardize our future and we don't want that to happen amen let the past stay behind us amen let the things that need to die die praise god we've got to we there's no business that some of the past be in front of us amen let it be behind us let us learn from it and move on let it make us better people praise god if any of your past sometimes our past will follow us into our future because our past, some of it is tied to sin. We cannot let sin follow us around, praise God, because it will catch us and it will mess us up and it will take us down, praise God. Nobody's too big to fight sin and deal with it. We've got to take care of it, praise God. The Bible said some men's sins, amen, follow after them. Praise God as they stand before God and they got this big old thing of sin waiting and, and, and testifying against them. But some men's sins go into judgment and go beforehand. That's what we need to do. We need to send every sin. If there's any unrepentant sins in our life, amen, before we come to that communion service, before we come, amen, to 2019, let's repent of them. Let's get rid of them. Let's put them under the blood of Jesus and get a clean slate. Hallelujah. And get that anything, guilt and shame, 
and, and all that that brings with it off of us so we can feel free to be what God wants us to be. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Because as sure as the sun comes up in the morning, sin will follow us into the new year. The only way to make it die is to repent of it and put it under the blood. Praise God. The blood of Jesus takes care of every sin. I don't care what it is. Praise God. It takes care of it. Hallelujah. It removes the shame. It removes the guilt. Praise God. We need to repent if we need to. Hallelujah. Let's not put it under the rug. Let's not cover it. Amen. And think that we can deal with it later. Praise God because it'll deal with us later. Let's get a free flow of the Lord's blood and spirit in our lives as we move into 2019, the book of Job, chapter 11, verse 13 tells us, If thou prepare thine heart and stretch out thine hands toward him, talking about God, if iniquity be in thy hand, put it far away, and let not wickedness dwell in thy tabernacles. For then shalt thou lift up thy face without spot. Yea, thou shalt be steadfast and shalt not fear, because thou shalt forget thy misery and remember it as waters that pass away. Amen. I want my misery to be as waters that pass away. Waters under the bridge. Put it away. I got bigger and better things in line for what God wants for me. Amen. So I can't let things hold me back and weigh me down. Amen. The Bible talks about, amen, that we are running this race with patience. Praise God. The race set before us. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and a finisher of our faith. Amen. For the joy that was set before him, he endured suffering even to the death of the cross. He did it for us, folks, so that we could be forgiven. Amen. Psalms 103.12, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed my tra our transgressions from us. If you ask him, he'll put them away. As far as the east and the west have never touched and never will because of the farthest points from each other. And that's how far he'll put your sins away from you when you humbly come and ask him for forgiveness. Isaiah 43, 25. I, even I, am he that brought out thy transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember thy sins. I will choose not to remember. The devil remembers, tries to remind you of them. Amen. But God has forgotten about them if you put them under, his, under the blood. And I don't care what it is. I don't care if anyone's told you one thing or another. I don't care if the devil whispers in your ear and says, that can't be forgiven. That's an unforgivable one. That's too many in a row. That's too many on top of too many. You might as well just hang it up and walk, walk away from this while you still can't. Amen. Oh, no, he's a liar. Praise God. There ain't no sin God can't forgive. And you've got to just go after it. Praise God. Don't be deceived. Amen. God loves you. Hallelujah. Isaiah 43, 25. I, even I, am he that blotteth out thy transgressions for mine own sake, and I will not remember thy sins. I won't remember them. I blot them out. I won't remember them. Amen. Micah 7, 19. He will turn again. 
He will have compassion on us. He will subdue our iniquities. And thou will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. You talk about the sea of forgetfulness. You talk about God having mercy. Amen. He puts them in the depths of the sea with a big no fishing sign. Amen. That means devil, no fishing for my sins. They're under the sea. And it's not a salt sea. And it's not a freshwater sea. Amen. It's a sea of blood. Amen. I see a crimson stream of blood that flows from Calvary. Amen. And it takes away every stain and every sin from every person that asks for it. Praise God. Hallelujah. But we can't let those things come into the new year. we got to start fresh. Start clean. Start moving on. Praise God. Amen. You know, and that sometimes we can get a mindset that we got to be careful with also when it comes to the past and the future. And that is we can mistakenly get into the mindset that our best days are behind us. Amen. Let me tell you something. Unequivocally, without doubt and without a shadow of a doubt, I say this. Your best days are not behind you. Yeah. Amen. Your, your, maybe your best days of your youth are behind you. But that doesn't mean your best days are behind you. Yeah, maybe you can't two-hand slam dunk a basketball. I know I can't anymore. Amen. But I could when I was in high school. Amen. And if that's my best days, well, yeah, that's behind me. Amen. But that's not what it is when it comes to my life. The, not my best prayer meeting ain't behind me. Amen. The best move of God in my life, my best healing, my best witness, my best uh, seeing a miracle is not behind me. Because I think the greatest things that happen is still yet to happen. Amen. Jesus has something great for all of us. The best is yet to come. For if I think the best days are behind me, this will cause me to lose hope for the future and will deflate my faith because I'm not expecting greater things because it's already happened and I can just hope for something a little bit of this and then I won't step out and I won't fulfill. Amen. And have the purpose that I really have for God. Amen. Your best days are not behind you. Ecclesiastes 7 verse 10 says, Do not say, Why were the old days better than these days? For it's not wise to Ask that. Amen. It says it right there. The Bible even lets us know our best days are ahead of us. Amen. So don't look back. Amen. Because if you look back, you can't go forward. My wife's telling me all the time, if you want to look back while you're driving, stop the car. I go, I guess that's good advice. (laughs) Amen. Or even to the side. You know, stop the car, you know, because you got eyes on your side of your head or the back of your head. Amen. And this very good advice. And I can't, if I'm looking back and I'm trying to go forward, amen, right now, I don't want to do it, but I can, you know, because I don't want to end up in the hospital, but I could just go right over this pulpit and tumble down here and just be in bad shape because I was worried about what was behind me and trying to go forward at the same time. If I want to go forward, I can't worry what's behind me. I, I, God's got me, got my back. Amen. The rock that followed them was Christ. The Bible said God's going to be our rear guard. Amen. He's going to take care of us. God has definitely got our back. Amen. Hallelujah. So you don't worry about what's behind you. You just, you just learn from it. You just deal with it. Praise God. Even the good things. Don't let it go to your head and say, well, look, I did all that last year so I can coast this year for God. Oh, no, you can't. Amen. You want to go greater. You want to go bigger. Praise God. You want to get closer to God. And your walk with God to get a better walk with God. 
We're, we're striving to be to go on to perfection is what the Bible said. And it's a day-by-day striving. Amen. So don't look back. Praise God. Go forward. Go where you're looking. Because if you look back, you're going to go there. You're going to think about that. You're going to be dwelling on that. Go forward. Go forward. Amen. There's three words that were uttered in the Bible that talked about that. And that was, remember Lot's wife. Amen. They were instructed not to look back. When they were in Sodom and Gomorrah, and because of Abraham's concern, his uncle Abraham had prayed and asked for the righteous to be saved. And, and though there weren't ten righteous, there was one righteous. It was, his, it was Lot, his nephew, who lived in Sodom with his wife and two daughters. His wife he met in Sodom, so she was native to that city. And his daughters. And so the angels came to visit them before they would destroy those cities and told them all, tonight we got to get you out of town because it can't come down. The fire and brimstone's being held back until the righteous get out of town. Praise God. And that's what I'm telling you right now and today. Amen. God is holding back the flood tides of the judgment of the book of Revelation until the righteous be taken out of here. And that's when the rapture of the church is going to take place. Praise God. That's why we got to be ready, folks. We can't be looking back. We got so much to look forward to. We got a rapture of the church. We got a marriage supper of the Lamb. We got to be in heaven with Jesus forever. Praise God. That's always good to look forward to. So he told them specifically, the angel said, look, here's the deal. You got to get out of town. Amen. And you got to go to the mount, toward the mountains. And no matter what you see reflected off those mountains, no matter what you hear, no matter who you hear screaming or anything, you can't look back. You got to go forward because that's your plan. That's God's will for you, for your future. And they all four, him, his wife, and the two kids, they left out of there. And it wasn't very long. They wouldn't get too far away until they started hearing the screams and the, the explosions and the fire and brimstone that was coming down. They could see all the light and the, and, and the reflection of all of that on the mountains as they were running toward the mountains. And Lot, Lot's wife was from there. Her, her relatives were there. Everything was there. Her heart was there. Even though she was physically leaving out of that city, her heart was still back there. And so she couldn't help it. She looked back. And she turned into a pillar of salt. And because she looked back. And Lot had to go forward with his two daughters and make a life for himself. Amen. Remember Lot's wife. Don't look back. Amen. Yeah, but no, you can't do anything. All you got is what you got right now. And you got tomorrow. Amen. And you don't have tomorrow yet. You just got right now. So do what you can right now. Hallelujah. But don't look back. Luke 9.62, And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Once we get our hand to the plow, once we're plowing for Jesus, once we're living for God, let's not take our hand off the plow. Let's not look back and wish for our old life like those when they left Egypt, those with Moses, many of them, because of some of the hardships in the wilderness, and they finally had got water from a rock, and they got the manna, and they got the quail, but there were some hardships, and there were some tests and trials in the wilderness. Amen. And many of them started wishing. They started looking back and said, Oh, we wish we were back in Egypt. At least they had food for us. 
Yeah, but you guys were slaves. You guys didn't run your own life. From sun up to sundown, you didn't have any call, any say about anything. They could do whatever they wanted to you. Yeah, but at least we had food. That's the mentality of looking back. We can't look back. God's got a future. There's a promised land coming. Just get through this little wilderness experience and the promised land's coming. It's going to be awesome. It's going to flow with milk and honey. God's got so much for us, but you got to go. Don't let a wilderness experience cause you to look back and give up on God's plan and promise. He promised Abraham that promised land. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Let go of them. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. A new year. A new hope. Yes, you know, every you, day yes. is like a new year. It's a new day. <clears throat> this is the day that the Lord hath made. You didn't make the day. The devil didn't make the day. Your enemy didn't make the day. God made the day. And when God makes a day, there's hope in that day. We get up in the morning and say, thank God I'm alive. Thank God I got a chance to get closer to Him. Thank God I can do what I need to do. But I can't let that day be short-circuited because I brought something from yesterday into today that wasn't supposed to be there. If we are in Christ, amen, it's not, this is not just our initial salvation experience when old things are passed away and all things become new. Yeah, that happens when we're first saved and, and, and come to the church and live for God. Amen. But every day, we've got to let old things pass away and let the thing, let this be new. Amen. This is a new thing. Praise God. We can't let it get old and crusty. That's why we got to have new worship. We got to come in here and just worship like we're new converts again. We just got to live for God and be, let this be exciting again. And don't let it be in a kind of a doldrums of, yeah, I've been doing this for a lot of years. You'll calm down after a while. No, we don't want you to calm down after a while. Amen. Amen. We want to keep it new. Because it's a new testament. It's a new commandment. It's a new and living way. Amen. It's a new Jerusalem. Amen. There's a new song we're going to sing. There's all kinds of new stuff that the Bible talks about in the book of, in the, in the New Testament. Amen. About new. A new birth. Amen. A new life. New everything. Praise God. And Philippians 3.12 tells us, 3.13, excuse me, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. i got to forget. Even Apostle Paul, he, he had a great pedigree, spoke all these languages, he, he studied under the greatest of the Jewish leadership, and he had all these things, whatever, but he said, I, I, I'm ready to just toss it all out for Jesus. I'm ready just to just go with the Lord. And then God's going to use what I have in my past and what I did, amen, to help me in my future to talk to people and help people that I can relate with and relate to. Amen. So I forget those things which are behind, and I reach forth to those things which are before, and I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I press. That means that means sometimes it's a little work. You know, like a bench press. You know, you can bench press just the bar, 
you know, but it's not going to do you a whole lot. You've got to start putting some weights on there. And so there's resistance. So when you're, when you're pressing, that means something's resisting. Amen. That's the way we got to resist the devil. We got to resist our human flesh. We got to resist people that, amen, even well-meaning people that try to hold us back. Like, like Peter tried to hold Jesus back when he said, I, I'm going to go and I'm going to die and I'll rise again. And Peter said, oh, no, you're not. Not on my watch. No one's going to let, I'm not going to let you die. He said, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me. Amen. Don't let any, and Peter was well-meaning. Don't let even well-meaning people hold you back from what you, what God, oh yeah, you don't need to pray. You don't need to do that. You know, I've, I've, I've been believing God for years and all this kind of stuff. Don't let that just, you just do what you know you gotta do. You gotta pray. Amen. You gotta come to church. You gotta read your Bible. You gotta tell, you gotta express your love, love for God to other people. Amen. And let, let go of 2018 and the things that are holding you back and let's see great things happen in 2019. Let's see things happen beyond our wildest imagination. Why? Because we're going to expect it. Amen. If I don't expect it, I can't see it happen. Amen. I can expect it and it not happen, but I'll keep expecting it. And that's what prayer is all about. Prayer takes the place of what you want to happen until it happens. Amen. It keeps my hope alive. It keeps my faith alive. And I got to do that. It right now so that I'm ready for 2019. Amen. And I know this is just a literal new year we're coming up on and everything, but I, I just felt to, to talk about this right now uh, as we go into this change of the year and our last Sunday. So let's come. Let's fill this place up on Thursday night. Amen. With five reasons why God, what God's going to do for me in 2019 and believe God and come in here next Sunday. Hallelujah. With faith. And we're going to take communion. Amen. The body and blood of the Lord. Amen. And we're going to see God move. There's going to be a move of God in the house. Hallelujah. As God honors us holding the communion. Praise God. And then our hearts are going to change. And we are going to be used by God like never before. And we're going to feel greater than we've ever felt for the Lord. Amen. There's nothing like being in His will. There's nothing like the satisfaction of knowing and the purpose of being what God wants you to be without a lot of baggage from the past. Would you stand with me? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.